0: Hello everybody, Fresh Football Takes is back after another hiatus We're back We are back, happy Thanksgiving everybody I would like to say that I am thankful for all of my listeners and I am thankful for football Gobble gobble Also thankful for my producer and Mike Keegan.
1: Hello Hello It's 9 o'clock, do you know where your children are? Probably watching football
0: or listening to fresh football takes. Fresh football take. Whoa. Where do we go from here? This is an exciting week. We got Thanksgiving. We got Thanksgiving football. Oh, wait. We got to recap the games. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there was an exciting week leading up to another exciting week. Is that what's yeah, happening? Yeah, how you do, Tony? I went eight and five on the week. So uh, pretty par for the course week. Yeah, it was it was a Apart pretty it was a pretty crazy week. Some, Nothing like my week eight fourteen some and Some things happened
1: this week that were pretty crazy.
0: Lots of things happened this week. Lots of crazy things. Lots of unexpected things, and lots of expected things. Lots of things
1: going on here. It's pretty awesome. Hashtag Fresh Football.
0: Hashtag Fresh Football. Hashtag Fresh Football takes. Right on. That's what it is. We are at Fresh Football. Keegan is at Keegan RH. I am at AQ Fresh. And there we have it. I believe that's an intro if I've ever heard one. Well,
1: we're introduced.
0: That we are. So I guess this is the portion of the show where we jump on in. We are going speed round to recap week speed eleven. Speed
1: round rewind. Speed round rewind. The rewind. All
0: right. Well, hold on. I'm actually. I'm really not even. Pre- pre- I'm not even prepared for this speed round. So You're give me forgetting a second. How to speak English, Keegan. I need you to filibuster while I prepare for the speed round. Filibuster away.
1: Well, if you know about me, you know I'm an Eagles fan. Lol. This is some foreshadowing, but you know that I'm in a pretty bad way right now. So Keegan I mean, If sucks. you could just bear with me on this. Um, a little bit of a fantasy update. I am eight and three. I did lose, but uh, you know we're hanging in there. Uh, I think we got a playoff spot locked. So we'll see what
0: happens. So I'll keep you posted. I guess if we're fantasy updating. In the same league, Keegan and I are in the same league, I am 3-8, and eight, and I am officially, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. After winning the championship two years ago. Sucks to be you, nerd. <laughs> hey, I have a trophy hanging on my shelf, so it's more than you can say. Anyway. As of right now, of course. You're right, you're right. But anyways, we are not a fantasy football show, but we do like to, I guess, talk talk about our football lives a little bit, and that for us includes fantasy. But I am now prepared for the speed round. Are you ready, Keegan?
1: Yeah, I'm ready for the speed round.
0: All right. And ready, set, speed round. Fresh Football Takes picked the Colts over the Titans, and that was a victory for Fresh Football Takes. And we skipped Thursday night game. We'll go to it after this one. But as far as the Titans go, who are you?
1: Yeah, and with the Colts, uh, Andrew Luck is settling back into his former self, thanks to Frank Reich, and their defense
0: is solid, too. Watch out for the Colts. Whoa, jumping back to the Thursday night game, I picked the Packers over the Seahawks, Didn't quite work out. The Seahawks apparently had the Packers numbers, Um, but as far as Packers fans go, R-E-L-A-X? Nope. P-A-N-I-C.
1: Panic. Panic. And with the Seahawks, uh, the team is running all over people. I think it was like 275 yards on the ground for the Seahawks. Incredible. Um, and they have the pedigree on the team necessary for a
0: playoff run. We'll see what happens. They're a second half of the uh, season team. Always. So we'll move on then to the uh, Giants-Bucks game. Fresh Football Takes picked the Giants. They squeaked it out in the end. And, Keegan, what's going on with the Bucks over there? Uh, this team
1: has no clue who its quarterback is. None. Literally Zero idea. quarter to quarter,
0: Zero uh, ideas. the carousel continues. Who are you at the quarterback position over there? So the Giants, hey Odell said, eight in a row, two down, six to go. Next game, eight in a row. Steelers, Jacksonville. Uh, the Steelers won, which was a win for Fresh Football Takes. And as far as the Jags go, these are the Jags that I grew up with. I remember and I love. Terrible.
1: Yeah, and Big Ben for the Steelers uh, pulled. 100% genuine rabbit out of his hat in this game, and uh, he got his revenge on the Jags, even after three horrible quarters of football.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong there. So we move on to the Panthers and the Lions. This was a heartbreaker. As fresh football takes pick, the Panthers, and hey, they tried to make a winner out of me. Didn't quite work till it was 20-19, and how did the Panthers make try to make a win out of me? Rib- forgetting to speak English here. Riverboat Ron is also here to win, a la Mike Vrabel. Throwback fresh football takes, even if Riverboat Ron also loses.
1: Yeah, and with the Lions, uh, I I think this is the best example of a team not losing a game, as opposed to winning the game.
0: They totally... Ah, uh, Cam Newton... Anyways, we'll move on. Uh, Falcons over Cowboys was my prediction didn't quite work out and it didn't work out because Zeke is really fucking good.
1: Yeah, the Falcons uh sort of like the Lions have been a non-starter of sorts this year. Um it's actually been kind of a big year for like underwhelming
0: offensive teams that were expected to do well. Certainly has been. Division game up next, uh Ravens and Bengals. Fresh football takes picked the Ravens and they got me a loss here. Uh oh, the Ravens got me a win here. Yeah. Uh excuse me.
1: Yeah, the Ravens uh it's Lamar Jackson time Woo-hoo! in Baltimore. And uh it looks like it's going to be a fun time. I think there might be some controversy there now.
0: Lamar Jackson's essentially a running back. Anyways, the Bengals. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Dude, they see need what AJ. I'm saying. See what I did there?
1: They need AJ. They need AJ.
0: Where are we at here? Texans Redskins was up next. I picked the Texans, getting me a win. What do you got to say about the uh the Redskins over there, Keegan?
1: Uh as far as the Redskins go, um Alex Smith's leg uh RIP on that one. That that sucks and it's unfortunate, but uh the NFC East is wide open right now.
0: Yes, it is. And as far as the Texans go, hey, that's seven in a row, making this the biggest positive turnaround from the beginning of the season. Yeah, they look good, seven and three. Absolutely. So the Cardinals-Raiders is up next. This was, oh, jeez, what happened here? I picked the Cardinals, and the Raiders pulled out a win. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But as far as the Raiders go... Does this win really even matter? Yeah, not really. And for the Cardinals,
1: you know, like a last-second field goal ruined uh, a halfway decent Cardinals game, actually. But it makes their draft position better, so, I mean, they can't really be upset.
0: Can't be too mad. Chargers-Broncos up next, another heartbreaker as fresh football takes pick the Chargers on a last-second field goal. My hopes died with the Chargers. Yeah, another last-second
1: field goal with the Chargers knocks them down a peg in the conversation. Just one peg. But the Broncos are still... One
0: baby peg. Pretty bad. They are. And I guess as far as the Broncos go, I mean, in the words of Keenan Allen, they suck. I agree. But they didn't suck on Sunday. How about those Chargers, Keegan? Yeah, the
1: Chargers uh Yeah, just lost with the last second field goal. <laughs> they
0: just lost. Uh, you they did. They just lost. Saints Eagles, next game up. I thought this game to be a lot closer. I picked the winner. Boy. This was a blowout, Keegan. I gotta hear your thoughts on this one about your Eagles.
1: Fuck this game in the face. Can the Eagles please learn how to play football again, DN?
0: The Saints were toying with the Eagles, toying with the Eagles all day long. So Bears, Vikings. Bears, Vikings. Fresh football takes did pick the Bears. I see what you did there, Keegan. Just trying to get off of your terrible Eagles. But I did pick the uh, the Bears in this game, and it was successful as the Bears did win. What's up with the Bears?
1: The Bears look like a very complete football team, and I'm starting to like them for a run at the NFC.
0: Whoa. Vikings? More like (laughs) Vikings. Oh. (laughs) All jokes can't be winners. So anyways, we'll move to probably the best game of the century here. Monday night football with the Rams and the Chiefs. Holy cow. 54 to 51.
1: Blue shout. Blue shout.
0: Blue we got a blue shout, shout. Blue shout alert! The blue shout of
1: all blue shouts, maybe.
0: Fresh football takes was on the winning end as I did pick the Rams. The
1: Rams squeaked it out in a nail biter. They nail-biter. did.
0: They definitely squeaked it out. And I mean, if you're the Rams, how do you? If, if you're any team in football, how do you give up 51 points and still win the football game? Sean McVay. That's how. Sean McVay. As for the Chiefs, um, I know to. E-
1: Many Eagles fans disbelief. He coached a great game throughout. The Kool-Aid man, Andy And managed the clock well. Holy balls. I know, it's crazy. Uh, I was rooting for Big Red the whole time, but in the end, uh, the youth of Pat Mahomes sort of reared its ugly head a little bit, and that might prevent them from making the run that everyone seems to think they're destined for.
0: There you have it. A
1: little bit of a hot take there.
0: That there you have it. That is uh week eleven in a speed round nutshell.
1: Very nice, very nice. So quick,
0: five quickly again, I'll just go over my picks. I picked the Colts over the Titans, that was a win. The Giants got me the win over the Bucks, the Steelers got me the win over the Jags. Lions beat the Panthers. Cowboys beat the Falcons, Ravens over Bengals, Texans over Redskins, Raiders over Cardinals. Broncos over Chargers, Saints over Eagles, Bears over Vikings, and Rams over Chiefs. And whoa, we have a surprise guest caller here. Mr. Sta- hey, hey, hey. Greg Stofko, you have officially joined Fresh Football Takes Impromptu. What's up, buddy? Yes, oh, this finally. This, this finally, has been I'm your goal. This has been your goal. My uh, my producer Keegan is here as well. Hello. So, so what's going on, bud? How How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Just loving the football matches that we have been blessed by. Absolutely. Oh hey, did you watch God. that game last night? Oh, my God. How could you not? Holy touchdown. Holy football. Combined. Holy football. That game was incredible. <laughs> Woo. No doubt. Absolutely incredible. But stop, go listen. I know that you are a Steelers fan through and through. So let's talk yes, about let let's talk about the Steelers for a second here, especially against the Jacksonville Jaguars—a game that they literally snuck out there. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt. Uh,
2: as I say with every football game, even uh, football, hockey, soccer, there's going to be some certain teams that are just going to give you a problem. Doesn't matter how good you are, doesn't matter how bad you are. There's just certain teams, such as Kansas City and Steelers. For some reason, Steelers can always beat Kansas City, but when it comes to the New England
0: Patriots, that's always the Steelers' weakness. Same thing with the Jaguars. Oh, but yeah.
2: As we, saw, as we saw, Big Ben, he uh, he kind of got into a little bit of a rust in the first half, but by the second half in the third quarter, man, when he got that ball, he just took it. He took it and scored. But I will say this about the Steelers for any Steelers fans out there. I'm going to have to definitely say, the number one key for the Steelers in that game was the defense. Now, granted, the offense did win because the Big Ben did score the winning touchdown, but the defense were the ones that hold them into that game. And if you actually look, the Steelers' defense actually have the most uh, sacks out of the NFL. And the how many sacks did they have? Beginning on. Do
0: you, know many sa- Do you know how many sacks they had off the top of your head? I believe it was six six sacks. Woo! What a what a day for that defense. Six sacks. There you go. Oh. Beating your like oh, you yeah. said, beating your thorn in your side there the Jaguars. Mhm, no doubt. And I'm
2: telling you, I think this is the Got yeah, Joe Hayden uh, in freaking uh, Sensible. He's doing an amazing job. Sean Davis. I, I think this is going to be a good year for the Steelers.
0: Yeah, your defense has definitely stepped up quite a bit. I definitely want to and have to. I think I have to get your thoughts on oh, the Lev Bell situation.
2: Mm, yes, as, Mr. Love Yeah,
0: as we know at this point, he is out for the year as he is just choosing to not play, trying to get a long term contract and stay healthy. How do you feel?
2: Well, I can definitely say, uh, as a fan it sucks, but there's a business side with everything. And Love Bell, he wanted what Todd Gurley had. He believes he uh he believes he earned it. Um so that's why he uh, decided not to play. He doesn't want to risk getting hurt. And, you know, that's all respect to the man. You know, it's a business thing. Uh, I would have to say, though, that, and some people are going to hate on this, Le'Veon Bell, he is good. He's definitely a top-five running back. But I think he's actually been on the decline. I actually think he has been.
0: Uh, Ooh, hot take. Left Bell on the decline.
2: Yep, yep. yep. I'm going uh, to talk a little bit bad about Le'Veon Bell. I think he's actually on the decline. I think that due to the injuries that he's had, he just really hasn't been able to perform like he used to back in the uh, second year that he played when he put up a crap ton of yards. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, but uh, I would have to say that he, no matter what team he does to, he's still going to be a top five uh, running back. But with James Conner coming in and just blossoming, uh, I'm honestly not scared about it at all.
0: Yeah, I... I agree. I definitely think that James Conner is more than capable of, t- of taking over, as he's shown this season. And also, like you said, I definitely agree that there is a business side to things. And I understand and even agree with uh, Le'Veon Bell's stance, especially after seeing what happened to Earl Thomas, what happened to, yep. even even more recently, Des Bryant, who really, yep. I mean, I don't want to say he held out most of the season, but he turned down a couple deals to get the right situation for the right money. And look at it. Two days after he signed, he's tore his Achilles, he tore his Achilles. So, you yep. know, you, you definitely have to respect the business decision that Lev Bell yep. made. Even if, I mean, obviously for football and for fans, it'd be awesome to see him out there playing. But like you said, it's a business. This is people's jobs. So you, yep, you, exactly. you, you have to respect it in that aspect. Yeah, yeah, so I honestly got no hard feelings towards Love, Ball, Love Bell, and, you know, I, I wish him the best in his future wherever he goes, but hopefully he'll stay with the Steelers. <laughs> Where do you think he goes next year?
2: Uh, you know, that's a tough pick. Um, I, thought, I thought if he was going to sign, he was going to go with either the Eagles or the Raiders because they
0: Whoa. can
2: afford him.
0: Okay, I like that. I like those two takes. I would kind of like that, yep, yeah.
2: that's where I, I think, think he's going to go. Um, but we're going to have to see uh, for next year.
0: Uh, my hot take on the Lebel situation is he's going to go down to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay? He's a man who clearly likes his money. and it's a uh, And Florida does not have income tax, so he'll save some money there. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true. And he definitely loves Miami, as you can see with his jet skis.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's definitely my take. But um, any last words on your Steelers or just football in general here, Stavko? before we let you go? Uh, what can I say, man? I'm just glad that football season's here. We're getting great games, and let's go Steelers. And just like us, Stavko. I'm sure that you love some fucking football. Thanks for uh, the surprise calling, bud. I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me on here, guys. No God worries. No worries, show. bro. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Yes, thank you. Alright, right. peace, Stofko. Bye. Surprise, call guest. Mr. Greg Stafko. Michael. Mr. Greg Stofko. I like it. Just in time, as well as on we had... Uh, we just finished up our uh, Week 11 wrap-up.
1: I like that he thinks Lev Bell the Eagles, dude. I was kinda thinking that maybe in the off season Oof. when the dust settles. Oof. What do you do with J.J.
0: We, we need running backs. What do you do with J. Jai, then? Ah, I mean See you later. Yeah. If you can get Love Bell, see you later, J. Jai. Exactly. <laughs> like you, Exactly you're my point. F- you're f- you're, f- you're a fine football player, but you the ain't Eagles to, have the you Eagles no have Lev been Bell.
1: obsessed with this running back by committee idea for so long and I think they just need a baller back there, like shady, you know, like like they Love need Bell to going back to that. Yeah.
0: Hey. and they got the money you never know yeah never know but i guess before we get into our week 12 predictions and uh i guess yeah just predictions we should go over a couple of things couple segments here we've got a top five power ranking shake up as well as some uh dark horse super bowl teams Oh, yeah, the power rankings. Yeah. There's a little bit of a
1: shake-up there, I think, this week.
0: It's been a couple of weeks since we updated it, so there's yeah. there's definitely a shake-up here. Yeah, uh,
1: especially with last night's title fight.
0: Five to one or one to five, Keegan? What are we doing here? Five to one. Oh, that's always your choice. All no right. one here gets out alive, Tony. Ooh, so number five on the Fresh Football Power Rankings.
1: Yeah, this is this is always m- more of like the mystery spot for us, right? So. Oh, this has been.
0: And ooh, I had an early w- reveal. So, I had a very tough time. So, it was time. the Chargers
1: and the Ravens, right?
0: Yeah, uh, my three choices past. here were the Pats, the Chargers and the Bears. I had a very very right. tough time choosing. I think these teams are all very similar. But as you know, here at Fresh Football Takes, we definitely make the tough decisions. And if I do say so myself, I usually make them correct. Give me the Bears. Number yeah. five. Yeah, Bears at five. Give me the Bears. the Bears. The Bears are my fifth rated football team. That That's the best defense in football right now. Yeah. And that's why. That's why they're five.
1: And the offense is inventive.
0: They Matt might not Nagy. be as
1: like outright dominant as the Rams or the Chiefs, but they're Cre- up there. They're
0: just as creative.
1: Yeah, exactly. Inventive, creative. They they have a bunch of fast players that are that just take it to the house. Like every, they're they're Chiefs light. That's what I've heard. They're Chiefs light, and I like that.
0: Didn't Matt Nagy come from the Chiefs? He was the Chiefs O coordinator last year, right? Yep. I thought so. So yeah, they're number five. Number four. First time this season entering the top five fresh football takes power rankings. Oh, okay. Give me the... Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Oh, Mr. Stafko would be quite happy, to, uh, is happy to, hear. to hear
1: it, man. I like it. The Steelers, yeah, they've hit that stride that everyone knows they have in them. And, um, I mean, they just look great, man. This whole Lev Bell thing could have really weighed down their season and i think on a bunch of other teams it probably would have like this level of controversy but the steelers have looked great they ha- they have balance it's not just one guy doing the balling out i mean james conner balls out a lot but he also allows other people to ball out and james conner's been amazing That guy went to Pittsburgh. It's like a freaking one of those fairy tale things where it's like. Did he grow up in Pittsburgh? I'm not sure. I know he went to Pitt. I'm not sure. But, yeah, I know he went to Pitt. And just that in itself is amazing and the cancer thing and all that. But, like, he's, he's a great player. He's a great player. And he has brought balance to this Steelers team. And I think they're a favorite in the AFC. I really, really do antonio brown is distracting defenses juju is amazing their tight end tandem of vance mcdonald and jesse james is getting it done in the middle of the field like they're basically two gronks right there like it's it's great man they're awesome and like stofko said their defense is coming around man
0: absolutely this is the time of the year where the steelers just kind of go on a run this yeah. is this is what happened. They would start out slow, kind of like the Patriots do. The both teams kind of start out slow, kind of get you questioning. Man, these guys are done. This is the start of the decline. But here we are, sitting in you know week ten, eleven, twelve, and they're seven two and one and seven and three respectively. So yeah, the Steelers are my number four team. Number three, the Chiefs. Not much of a shakeup for them as they've been in the top five all year. Uh, the Chiefs are going to be number three. I I mean, I think Monday night kind of says it all. You you put up 51 points. I know they lost. And that might be why they're number three is because they lost. Their defense, it's – I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah. up with the defense. I mean,
1: the front line made some big plays. They did. It wasn't enough, unfortunately, but they made some big plays.
0: Absolutely. and And that offense, like we said – they're the the Bears are the Chiefs light, and I mean, hey, the Chiefs are are the Bears heavy. I guess if you want to put it in that terms, they're absolutely, absolutely incredible. The Rams are here at number two. Same thing, same reason. Absolutely incredible. They put up fifty four on Monday night. And I, what else do you say about them? Sean McVay is a genius. They have the pieces on defense. But I mean, I mean, I guess putting up, you know, in in Monday night, just that's a shootout. So I, I don't know, I don't know what happened there with the defense. They they did make more defensive plays than the Chiefs, though. I think.
1: Right. It's weird because with this like crazy score, everyone's thinking like, oh, like R. I. P. Defenses in the NFL. There was it's some defensive play now. here. But yeah, there Pat was. Mahomes like, at five turnovers. There was like three or four defensive touchdowns, like on either side the defense has like, played well fumble uh, i can't say
0: well but
1: right like and they had some play about the, the game yeah the defense has had plays and and it's almost like maybe that's the future of the nfl is not like investing heavily in a defense but just getting like one or two like great players to like force turnovers aaron donald yeah aaron well one aaron donald's the all Rams you need have a sh- crap ton of them you know like, <laughs> that's
0: yeah that's true very very true so, the number one team, I'm sure that we can all guess it. The New Orleans Saints.
1: Yeah, they're good. They're good. The Eagles aren't. When the it's Saints come marching
0: obvious. in, baby. Drew Brees for MVP. Marching up to the number one spot in Fresh Football Takes top five power rankings. I don't care about Mahomes and Goff. It's Drew
1: Brees Drew Brees for is MVP. the MVP. And yeah. do you want
0: to know why Drew? So, I... I think at this point in the season, the main debate is Drew Brees and Pat Mahomes. Yep. And, of course, Pat Mahomes is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, But think about it. It's a legacy. On Monday night, yesterday, this is Tuesday. So, yesterday, Pat Mahomes had five turnovers, right? Drew Brees, I think, has one turnover all season. Yep. One interception. Like, that man is on... around
1: 30 touchdowns.
0: That man's on another level. Yeah. So
1: is Pat Mahomes, but... Sean Payton and Drew Drew Brees have, like, perfected their craft, like, this year. Like, you're seeing it all come together. Like, this is the pinnacle of, like, a Saints offense. Like, all the years we've watched Drew Brees, and this
0: is the pinnacle. He's great. And he's 39. People talk about Tom Brady being great, being 40 and 41. Yeah, the longevity... Drew Brees is only a year or two years younger than Tom Brady and is playing at a higher level than Tom Brady. Absolutely. Like, Drew Brees, I don't know how this is possible, but Drew Brees definitely gets overlooked compared to Tom Brady and even Pat Mahomes at this point. And I I don't know how. Drew Brees is my MVP as of this point. And I'm glad that you agree, Keegan. For sure, dude. For sure. So... I guess just then to recap the top 5 power rankings it's the Saints are 1, the Rams are 2, the Chiefs are 3, the Steelers are 4 making their debut and another debut team the Bears in our fluid number 5 spot. Honorable mention I do have the Chargers at 6 and the Patriots at 7. Very nice. Yeah, so top 7. Top 7. There you go, you have it. Top 7. Power rankings. So before we move on to our next segment, the Super Bowl Dark Horses, I would like to thank Beer for sponsoring this segment here. This is a new segment. So again, Beer, I really appreciate you for uh, for taking on the new segment. You're delicious. You're carbonated. You're awesome. There's so many different kinds of beer. Currently here in the studio, we've got some Azteca Indian Pale Ale by some founders. We've got a local, uh, we've got a local uh, craft brewing brewery in a what is it? What is it called? Lancaster Brewing Co. and some Hop Hog IPA.
1: So here's a pro tip that I'm doing right now. Pro tip: If you don't have like a a side table around you to like put your beer on or a koozie, you, you. You you have your shoes. You take your shoes off, put it next to your chair, and you put it
0: in your shoe. Side table and koozie.
1: And it keeps it from spilling. Doubling down. So, yeah, thanks, beer. We love you.
0: Beer's delicious. Beer goes great with football. Hey, everybody. If you're listening, crack open a beer. Doesn't matter what kind. Just get your favorite beer and, and crack it open. So thank you, Beer, for sponsoring the uh, the Super Bowl dark horses. And with that, Keegan, who is your dark horse here? Give me one of your teams.
1: I think I've alluded to it a couple times already during this show. Um, it's it's got to be the Chicago Bears. Their defense is the out of this Bears. world. Um, the Bears, stop, the Bears, the Bears, stop, Bears. I said before the show that Love they remind the me a little of the Eagles of last year and that much is true. You got Trubisky's second Ooh, year pre show combo. He's doing really good. He's 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 balling out a little now, like week to week. And um you know, but but what really reminds me of is the Seahawks when they had their uh their run with Russell Wilson and the Legion of Boom. Because Woo. this defense is Legion of Boom level right now. Ooh. With Hot Khalil take. Mack. Fresh take. Out of the oven. With Khalil Mack. Like, with them, it was the secondary. With the Bears, it's 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 the D-line. It's the front seven. These guys are feasting. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Thank you, Raiders, for blessing the Bears so that we could watch them run to the Super Bowl. Maybe upset some Saints or some Rams along the way. Super. With that take. defense, I'm telling you. That takes out of the fireplace. I'm telling you, the Chiefs and the Rams, we saw how bad their defenses are. They scored 50 points against each other. They not made some good. plays, but they're bad. The not Bears good. not only make plays, but they hold you from scoring. Correct. And their offense gets it done. It's innovative, the it's Bears. inventive, Go Bears. it's creative. Chiefs like Mitch
0: Trubisky, Tariq Cohen, Mitchy True.
1: Allen Robinson proving he was a number one from a couple years ago with the Jags. Tariq Cohen. Taylor Gabriel's fast. Ooh, this beatster. Anthony Miller's a rookie that's coming ooh, in. Baby. I love the Bears as my dark horse ooh, Super Bowl ooh, candidate ooh, for the, the NFC. Bears. Obviously the Saints and the Rams are favorites. I'm not saying that. I'm
0: well, saying No shit, that's why this is a dark horse.
1: I'm saying what team has the best opportunity to upset them at some point in the playoffs? It's the Bears. So
0: this isn't the dark horse segment. This is the dark Bear segment. <laughs>
1: Oh Jay Grizz, we should ask him for a cameo. Uh, oh, we should have <laughs> Jay Grizz. Shout out to Jay Grizz, Jay Grizz my from favorite host on Fantasy Footballers. Jay Grizz. I don't know about those other three, but Jay
0: Grizz. Tell you what, as far as Fantasy Football goes, I love Jay Grizz's uh, streams of the week. Yep, I love him
1: on Twitter, and I love how he's for Da Bears because I'm all about Da Bears.
0: I love Da Bears pick. What about
1: you, Fresh? What do you got for a dark horse? Oh
0: boy, um. I've got 2. I've got 2. And they're both coming from the AFC. Can I get 2?
1: Yeah, no, you're good. Am I allowed to? If we I guess it's my podcast.
0: S- I do whatever the fuck I want, right? Yep.
1: Yeah, you got it.
0: Cool. Um so Give me the Colts. There it is. I love the Colts.
1: Give me the Colts, baby. I love the Colts on the level that I love the Bears in the NFC. Andrew like, Luck
0: is back in full force, top food, 5 right? quarterback. It- that offensive line went from as close, as worst to first, as you can get within a season. Quentin Nelson's a fucking animal. Can I, I see s- you raising your hand, Keegan. What do you got to say? Can I say that?
1: I don't think Andrew Luck is back in full form. He never left. I think left. he's better than he ever oh, better, was before. Better! He's fully Ooh, healthy. He's baby. got a brilliant offensive mind. Frank Reich. He's doing fun things with the offense. Oh, settled into a group. Yes. They have a running back. Morlin Mack. Mack. I love the Colts.
0: I love this pick. Thank Mr. you. Mr. Mack. So everyone says Khalil Mack is a Mack attack. What about Marlon Mack attack? Love it. Love that. Love it. And that defense is playing pretty sound. They're it's not good. They're, they're not the Bears. They're not. No one's the Bears. But right. the Colts defense is very underrated. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Darius Leonard, I think, is he a linebacker for the Colts or a the D rookie defensive end? I want to
0: say his first name is Darius. Stud Darius Leonard, or he's a stud. D something Leonard. If you're listening, we apologize if we got your first name wrong, but we recognize you and you he's are a stud. you're phenomenal.
1: Yeah, and I think defensive Colts, rookie of the year, defensive yeah. rookie of the year, absolutely. And I just think they're striking the balance between offense and defense that you need as a successful team they're
0: getting hot at the right time
1: yeah this is a true dark horse because the bears are now like with that with that defeat on the vikings sunday night football they're here like they they've arrived they've arrived but the colts are still under the radar i think my friend they i think we're calling that one they are I think the world's gonna catch up to us to fresh football. That's a fresh hashtag, fresh football take, right Absolutely.
0: there. Absolutely. <laughs> and this next team, I don't, I can't even say that they're like under the radar, but I threw them in my dark horse Super Bowl picks because this was my pick to win the Super Bowl in the beginning of this preseason. This was my Super Bowl correct, pick. correct. The not San Diego, but Los Angeles chargers i love these guys yeah i think they're
1: right on the border with uh they're on the cusp they're on the cusp Billy, of dark horseness. rivers because i think it's like pat steelers obviously they're always there and then it's yeah. kind of a mixed bag i think the chargers are at like three four you know with something the chiefs. like that
0: so uh, i'd probably put the chiefs up there with the the steelers and the patriots at this R- point. Okay, so, like yeah, like four or five, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, the Chargers, I had to throw them in here because they were my preseason pick, and I'm not backing down. If I had to pick today who's to winning the Super Bowl, give me the Chargers. That's All amazing. day, every day. Because
1: we've been talking about defense with the last two teams. Joey Bosa's back.
0: Back in action.
1: Joey Bosa.
0: I don't care that they lost this week. Like Keenan Allen said, like I said in the speed round, Broncos still suck. Well, I mean, good teams it's a division lose. game. Yeah, it's a division game. Lose. You're not yeah. going to win every week. You're going to have these weeks. Yeah, it's fine. Chargers win the Super Bowl. Phil Rivers is playing out of his
1: mind still. Like that hasn't stopped or slowed down. It sucks that Drew Brees is doing what he's doing because Phil Rivers was getting the MVP talk earlier. Phil Rivers on, is on that level, and he's doing. Yeah, he's doing like the same thing. But Drew, he's Brees not going to win the
0: MVP, but he
1: is certain. Right, because it, Drew Brees is just so much more out there like what he's doing like absolutely it's,
0: and and if and if philip rivers isn't on that level he is the tier below that level. right correct. which is still absolutely it's unfortunate phenomenal. for him
1: because any other year he probably would have won mvp or probably would win mvp but yeah
0: no i agree but yeah unfortunately he's kind of got booted from the conversation but he's
1: still amazing and keenan allen tyrell williams melvin gordon mike williams out of his mind. Antonio Gates had a good week. Antonio Gates balling out at like forty at tight end. What's up?
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, flashing back to two
1: thousand and four here. I do (laughs) rivers to Antonio Gates.
0: I do love me the Chargers. And we've got two other teams here that I think we've kind of mutually agreed on. And Keegan, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Do you want to talk about the NFC team first or the AFC team first? Oh,
1: it doesn't matter to me.
0: So I think that we've since we've gone so far two AFC teams, we'll uh oh I mean, the Bears are NFC, but we'll jump back to the NFC. Okay. A team that's lost two in a row. Which is probably why they're on the dark horse list at this point. The Carolina Panthers. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're still a very good football team. DJ Moore is emerging as the number one target for Cam Newton they still have Christian McCaffrey who's awesome Greg Olson continues to just kind of do his thing and that listen I I know they gave up 52 points to the Steelers two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football but that's still a really good defense down there in Carolina
1: yeah I think if anything the defense is unfortunately probably the weak point which is why they're you know, sort of down a yeah. peg from the you know the upper tier teams, but hey, but,
0: they're dark horses for a reason.
1: Yeah, and and when that offense comes together, and like has a has a solid game plan for who they're playing, um, it's it's fun to watch. They could beat anybody. So, yeah.
0: Cam Newton is an X factor.
1: Yeah, and Christian McCaffrey's an X factor, and, and DJ Moore is an X factor. So, you know, you got – yeah, it's a fun offense. There's a lot of weapons there. So, yeah, they're right there in the thick of things. I like them as a dark horse, absolutely.
0: Definitely. So then our our final dark horse that we'll talk about here again, they're out of the uh, the AFC. The seven in a row, Houston Texans. This is probably the dark – This is probably the dark horse of dark horses, though. Is
1: it seven in a row? Yeah, they they just don't feel... They started 0-3. Yeah, they're like the AFC version of the Redskins, you know? They don't feel like their record.
0: No, I think they're better than the Redskins. I think they are, too. Hey, they just beat the Redskins, so they are better than the Redskins. Hey! (laughs) There we go.
1: (laughs) Perfect. Because, yeah, they were like the two most similar teams where it was like their defense was pulling through, and they were just gritting games. Like, they were gutting them out, you know? absolutely. and yeah, their defense with uh, Honey Badger and J.J. Watt staying healthy, Merciless staying healthy, all the guys that were injured last year, um, and then the offense hasn't really put it together from last year yet.
0: Not quite yet, but it might. I, hey, and but they've won seven in a row. Anything could happen. Yeah,
1: as long as they just get it done, you know. Like Watson isn't wowing anybody, but at the same time, he's getting it done.
0: I will say, and and call me crazy for this, but this also might be a hashtag fresh football take, I think that the Texans need to lose a game or two in order to really kind of hit that hot streak because it's hard to win so many games in a row in in the NFL. I'm sure they've won seven in a row, but I just kind of fear that they've gotten hot too early. So I would honestly like to see them lose a game or two And then kind of re-emerge right there at that perfect week 16, week 17 time heading into the playoffs and just skyrocket from there. Kind of like teams like like the Giants did the two years they won the Super Bowl. Like the Packers did the year that they beat the Steelers. You just kind of got to – sometimes it's not even being about the best team all year. It's about emerging at the right time. And that's one of my fears with the Texans is that they've emerged too early interesting so i would like to see them kind of lose a game or two and then kind of like i said just re-emerge at that perfect time it could happen but at the same time that
1: like experience could be being gained from these like close wins you know like this could be that time for them to do it but i get what you mean like yeah, yeah boom yeah. and then boom and then spice it up like you know get that offense into high gear you
0: kind of get humbled a little bit because you know seven in a row you can you know you get hype yeah you get hype the egos get a little big so i would like to see them get humbled a tad refocus and then just kind of take it from there so yeah i guess those are the uh the five dark horse teams we've got the bears the colts the chargers who is fresh football takes super bowl champion of the year the Panthers and the Texans.
1: Very nice.
0: Any other quick teams you'd like to add, Keegan, or you think we kind of nailed nailed some of them here?
1: Yeah, no, we got the darkest of the dark
0: horses. Fair enough. So with that, we will move on to our week 12 predictions here.
1: Week 12
0: predictions. So we are going to start, obviously, as I always do with the Thursday games, but lucky for us, we get three gobble, Thursday gobble. games. Gobble, gobble. I am very thankful for three Thursday games.
1: I am thankful for the turkey and the beer that I will be consuming while I watch them.
0: Oh, I'm thankful for not just the turkey and the beer, but everything else I'll be consuming. Yeah, <laughs> Like ham. I, in my family, we do rice, we oh. do stuffing, all it's, the good stuff. It's more right? like a potluck. Of I course, love that. of course. Yeah. We got some Spanish pork. I'm, I'm Spanish. We got some Spanish pork going mm. on.
1: I can't wait, man. Got some dips. Oh, my. I'm about to dig in real deep in a couple of days. So, can we just
0: talk about Thanksgiving food? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite, real quick? What? Favorite
1: Thanksgiving food?
0: What? You're gonna, you're gonna put me on the spot for I my know. favorite Thanksgiving. Really, food. you have to think
1: about it. I think I know.
0: Um. So what's yours? I need to. I stall. think mine's stuffing, dude. It's stuffing? always got to be stuffing. Okay, yeah. stuffing. Yeah, stuffing's like a dark horse of mine. I can't lie. Ah. Stuffing's a dark horse of That's mine.
1: It's low key, man, but it's so clutch. It brings the whole plate
0: together. You know. I could agree with that. We didn't filibuster enough for me to come up with a favorite. Oh, that's because I knew boy. You just gotta
1: know, Oh right?
0: boy, I like everything. No, I don't like everything. <laughs> all right, we can move on Ooh. if you can't pick. It's all good. Ooh. I just figured that out. I'm as. gonna go with you know not a tradit not like one of like the big like the turkey or like anything like that. But give me a good old helping of mashed potatoes and gravy. That's perfectly fair, dude. Good old helping Mashed Potatoes that's and the, Gravy. That's the lower just to
1: like tie to 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 stuffing for See, me. So you know? think
0: stuffing takes it all together? The mashed potatoes and gravy really ties it together for but me. But if you think about it, they're
1: similar, you know what I mean? They're like they're like brother and sister. Like they're cousins, fillings, dude. It's know? just yeah. like the filling. It's, it's yeah. some tasty filling you. got that on one side you. of the plate. You got stuffing on the other side, you know?
0: Like, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're sidekicks. I could talk about this food all day, but we should yeah. probably...
1: Let's get to week 12. We should all probably... Right. F- Turkey yes. Day Thursday Let's picks. fill
0: our football appetites here. So the first game we've got is uh, Bears-Lions, as the Lions always play at home on Turkey Day. As per tradition. So, I thought a lot about this game, and as we know, Mitchie Trubes is questionable. So, I was thinking about, you know, having a an asterisk on this pick. I thought about saying along the lines of, if trubes plays, I'd go with the Bears. If it's the backup Chase Daniels, I'd go with the Lions, but I felt kind of cheap. I didn't really want to do that. So, I'm just picking a winner here. I think this is going to be a really good game, as is all division games. But, I've decided that whether Mr. Trubisky plays or not, I'm going to go with the Lions here.
1: Yeah, I think as Turkey Day goes, so do the Lions. I like them at home. Uh, Yeah. It's gonna be tough because the Bears are riding a ton of momentum right now, but
0: they are, but hey. It's Thanksgiving. It's a toss up. I'm gonna go with the Lions twenty to eighteen. It's gonna be a barn burner. Okay. Cody Parkey's gonna miss a forty seven yard field goal as time expires.
1: Hashtag fresh football
0: takes. Hashtag fresh football takes. At fresh football. Love you, Cody Parkey. Wow. What at, a take. At Fresh Football, as Keegan said. As at Keegan R8 said. Next game on the docket, another division game. As you'll notice, these three are division games here on Thanksgiving.
1: Wonderful scheduling. Thank you, NFL scheduler.
0: The good old classic uh, Cowboys and Indians rivalry. The Redskins are going to travel to Dallas, as Dallas always plays at home. Is this perfect or just
1: racially insensitive? I'm not really sure.
0: So let's save the (laughs) racially insensitive for our political podcast, which is going (laughs) to come out in a couple months. Oh right, yeah, we're working on that. Yeah, yeah working we're on that it. one. We're writing it. Working on that one. So we're cowboys gonna, and Redskins. We'll stick to football on this podcast. Give me cowboys, man. This is gonna be. a good I think this is gonna be a good game, despite the fact that the Redskins lost Alex Smith for the year, and it's
1: Colt McCoy from here on out. Didn't he start against the Cowboys in the last couple years and win with the Redskins? Alex Smith? I, no, Colt McCoy. Oh, he. Uh, I'm trying to remember that. I'm sorry. I'm Wow. Stopping. Yeah. But, but do you
0: I see that? you furiously typing on your phone to try to look up something along those lines. No, I wish and I, I don't know if you're wrong.
1: I wish I would have remembered that, but didn't Robert yeah, that was some, go down. Or that was some pre-show
0: research we should have did, but Yeah. But like I I think you might be right, Keegan.
1: Or at least he came close to being the Cowboys. Something like that. He's uh, he's played well against the I'll Cowboys, look for it, but yeah, as of right I'll, now, it's not looking good. I'll filibuster
0: them. while you try to look it up, and if we don't get to it, then, uh, you guys can look it up yourselves. So, filibustering here we come. Uh, the Cowboys always play at home on Thanksgiving, as do the Lions. It's just been a tradition on Thanksgiving for as long as I can remember. Division games can always go either way. Uh, the Cowboys defense is playing well and I think the Redskins defense is, is is one of the more underrated defenses here in football. I honestly don't know if going from Alex Smith to Colt McCoy is that much of a difference here for the Redskins. as They've relied on a lot of defense. They don't have too many offensive weapons as it is, especially in their receiving core. I think it's Doxson and Crowder and I I mean I guess Jordan Reed's probably the number one but as far as receivers go it's Doxson and Crowder and I mean I feel like they are more of like I don't know I probably feel like third wide receivers at best on your team but AP is I mean yeah he's a he's a hall of famer no matter how he ends his career but he's been playing pretty well so far
1: Yeah, the Redskins are not good offensively.
0: They rely on defense. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Cowboys offense is coming around. So now that you're back here, Keegan, did you uh, find anything out about Colt McCoy against the Cowboys? Yes,
1: Colt McCoy started on Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Redskins versus Cowboys, and uh, Roma was knocked out of that game with a back injury. What year was one that? One of his many It yeah, was one of 4 his, like, years ago, 2014.
0: One of his like 200 back injuries.
1: 2014. So Brandon Weedon came in um in backup of Tony Romo. Brandon and Whedon. And Colt <laughs> McCoy would out-duel him and the Redskins would beat the Cowboys in overtime. Whang? So the last time Colt oh. McCoy played the Cowboys Did he, he beat start them. that game? Who?
0: Colt McCoy. Yes. That might have been his one of his last starts, because he last started four years ago. Yep. So that might have been one of his last starts, if not his last start, until oh, this week. All right. Well, I'm glad that we we got a uh, an update here for you guys on that. So, I guess, with everything we just said, which is a lot of me filibustering until we can get that update for you, I'm just going to go with the cowboys here 26 to 18 yeah probably i think it'll be a good game but it 26 to 18 cowboys
1: yeah the cowboys look good right now um as much as i hate to say it on both offense and defense they look at least competent zeke's really good
0: zeke is really fucking cooper's good.
1: really good and uh i mean i oh, guess oh you admit
0: it amari cooper's good i mean
1: cooper He's what the Cowboys need. I don't know if he's good in general, but he's that distraction that defenses are gonna, you know, get
0: distracted by. And uh, distraction.
1: Yeah, distraction from uh, Zeke, and Zeke is gonna run all over people.
0: I think Amari Cooper is really good. So I I agree with that sentiment, but we'll save that as I pick the Cowboys twenty six eighteen. And we will move on to, uh, as of a couple years ago, the NFL has picked or has decided to go with a third Thanksgiving game, a primetime Thursday night Thanksgiving game. And it's going to be what I think is a really, really good football game. The Falcons are traveling down to Louisiana to face the New Orleans Saints. How do you feel about this one? probably going to be a pretty
1: good game two high-flying offenses i mean it could be rams chiefs all over again we'll see but uh yeah it could be fun
0: yeah i agree it's going to be a lot of fun this game you know the saints get a lot of talk about how unstoppable their offense is and rightly so but this the uh the falcons have the pieces on offense to also be unstoppable. They just for they just haven't been able to put it together this season for whatever reason. Maybe all the injuries on defense and whatnot. But I think the Falcons can be just as explosive as the Saints. So this is going to be a good game. I don't see much defense happening here. Almost like the Monday night game that just occurred. Not too much defense going on here. So... But who really knows? I mean, the Falcons got
1: pretty much handled by the Redskins two weeks ago. They got handled by the Cowboys last week. The Did they get
0: handled. It was 22-19 to 19 against the Cowboys. Did they get handled, per se? I mean, that's around 20 points.
1: That was a defensive game. You know what I
0: mean? Like That's true. That
1: was, it was, Very what, 6-3 true. at halftime? I mean, you know what I mean? And uh, the Saints' D has been coming up. You know, they were really bad in the beginning of the season. Everyone's like, oh, they reverted back to the Saints from a couple years ago. you right, you're right. They were pretty good last year, and they're starting to, you know, hold teams. I mean, I don't want to say that the Eagles is a shining example because the Eagles were just really bad, but but the defense not good. was a part of the that. The Eagles, not you know? good.
0: Yeah, the defense was a part of that, so. You're not wrong. I, I mean, the Eagles do have the pieces – uh, I mean, I don't think that the pieces are as good as the Falcons' pieces, or as many good pieces as the Falcons. So, I mean, you're right on that as far as the Saints' defense, and, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I, I'm i going to go with the Saints. I don't think that's very shocking, and I think it's going to be uh, somewhere around a 42-30 to 30 ball game. That's right. I have the Saints breaking the record for most 40 points. Excuse me, most forty point games scored in a season, as this will be the seventh time they do it in twelve weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it could be an upset.
0: You like the Falcons here? I mean, yeah, the Falcons could win. They could. I'm just not predicting it. <laughs> oh. So that'll end the uh, Thanksgiving Day football NFL special. Or not. I guess we've got something else going on. No, yeah, that'll end it. That will end it. All right. So we move on to the Sunday games. And the first game on our Sunday docket is our fourth division game in a row here. The New York Giants are traveling to Philadelphia to take on the woe Eagles here. Head-to-head. Fresh football head-to-head. Whoa. Giants fan here. Eagles fan over there on the other side of the studio. Fly, Eagles, fly. Die, Eagles, die. Oh. Here we go. A team in the Giants that appears to be on a bit of an upswing going against an Eagles team that is definitely on a downtrend after last weekend.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, three and seven Giants play the four and six Eagles.
0: Very similar spots here, both teams are.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a pretty good game, I think.
0: Uh I agree, as are most division games, but I think this is going to be such a good game that I am going to dub this the Fresh Football Game of the Week. Game of the Week. Giants-Eagles, Game of the Week. Game maybe, of the Week. Maybe a bit of like a a double homer sort of pick here, but I really think that this is going to be a great game. Yeah, like it I always said, is. The Giants... At least their offense is playing more improved. The Eagles' defense is, I mean, who do you guys have playing in your secondary at this point? Malcolm Jenkins and me. I'm playing secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles at this point. Me and you, starting corners, Keegan. Yeah. That's how injury-prone the Eagles have been this season, especially in their secondary.
1: Yeah, it's a snake
0: bit season. Odell's going to feast. Shepard's going to feast. Ingram might feast and Saquon always feasts. But on the other side of the ball, I really think that the Eagles are going to be able to run the ball all over the Giants. Peyton Barber ran all over the Giants last week. Yeah, if
1: the Eagles uh, stick to the run, they could really do some damage.
0: They certainly can. It certainly can, but like I said, the Giants are trying to get their season back on track, and that's a lot to say after starting one and seven. But the NFC East is still wide open for all four teams to take.
1: Yeah, only one game separates all of them. So
0: yeah, no, absolutely. I I think that uh, pre show we were talking that they're the as far as the records go, it's six and five. Five and five, four and six, and three and seven. So, with that, all of that said, I'm gonna pick the Giants here to beat the Eagles. I'm well, sure you feel differently, Keegan. but well, good luck. Fresh football takes going with the Giants. Good luck. And we will move on to we'll the. See what happens. We'll move on to the Jags and the Bills. I think this is going to be the slop fest of the week, the poop fest of the week, if For you will. sure. Two struggling offenses versus, I mean, two defenses. The Bills' defense is really one of the better defenses in football, and the Jaguars are on defense, I think, still trying to find their way. They're not as good as they were last year. I don't really know what they're doing down there in Jacksonville you? No, 3-7. and seven, um, Both teams are 3-7, and seven, I think.
1: Everyone points at Fournette, but I don't think one player should be, like, directly responsible for this bad of a season. No. So.
0: No. Yeah, people are pointing at Fournette because he was injured, but then people also point at Bortles because, I mean, Blake Bortles just kind of sucks. But then again, the... What are the bills on their, like, fourth quarterback of the year? They've gone through Josh, Josh Allen, Nathan Five-Pick Peterman, Derek Anderson, and then Matt Barkley.
1: Matt Barkley, he might be the answer.
0: He might be the answer. And you know what? For the first time ever in Fresh Football Takes history, My boy Brian Saylor would be happy if you guys remember another Fresh Football Takes throwback. Give me the Buffalo Bills here at home to beat the Jaguars. The Buffy Bills. Buffy Buffy Bills. And with that, we will move on. I like it. Seahawks, Panthers, this is uh, right off the bat here, this is Fresh Football Tie of the Week. This game is a coin flip, I think. This game
1: is going to be good. These teams always seem to go at it pretty hard.
0: Absolutely. Two dual-threat quarterbacks. Uh, The Seahawks like to run the ball quite a bit. So do the Panthers. Christian McCaffrey, absolutely, they love to run the ball. Though, the Panthers do have an emerging wide receiver in DJ Moore. But I guess so the Seahawks and Tyler Lockett. Not Doug Baldwin, but Tyler Lockett. Two defenses that are playing pretty well as a whole Uh, the Seahawks coming off of a big win against the Packers on Thursday night last week so they got kind of a mini bye week to prepare for this game Seahawks coming off of uh, two losses here Uh, one embarrassing and and one game where they probably should have won Uh, so I think that they're going to come out and and play with some intensity and I'm going to go with the Panthers here at home to beat the Seahawks in the fresh football tie of the week.
1: Very nice. Yeah, I like the Panthers. I think they're a more complete team. Who knows with the Seahawks, though? We were talking they're always a candidate to go on a run late in the season.
0: Absolutely. I, I just I just don't see it, at least in Week 12. So Raiders and the Ravens are up next. This game is going to be in Baltimore. Uh, I think we need to talk about this game for about 30 seconds. The Raiders are trash. I don't really care if it's Robert Griffin III or Lamar Jackson or Joe Flacco. Hell, Keegan, they could throw you at their starting quarterback.
1: They're gonna run for three hundred yards with Lamar Jackson on these Raiders.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna go at the Ravens here. There's. There's really not much more to be said. Give me the Ravens over the Raiders. Bucks Niners on the docket here next. This is definitely more of an interesting game. Two teams that haven't performed, I guess, up to standard. Unfortunately, the Niners have all those injuries. As far as the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers go, I mean, just who knows what's going on with them. They seem to switch their quarterback every quarter, every drive, almost every play at this point. Who really knows? Is it going to be Jameis Winston? Is it going to be Fitzpatrick? We know that Jameis Winston is starting, but... Who ends the game? Your guess is probably better than mine.
1: That's what happens when you don't have an answer at quarterback. And uh, I think Dirk Cutter's on the hot seat. Oh, he's
0: gone after this year. I don't care what happens. He's gone.
1: He's on the lava seat.
0: A guy who's not gone, though, is Kyle Shanahan. I think despite all the injuries, uh, he's actually coached this team up pretty well. I know the record doesn't say so, but. Yeah, they show some fight. Absolutely. I mean uh, hey Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. I actually do like this kid, Nick Mullins. I Matt like Matt Breda Breda. I do like Matt Breda as well. George Kittle. I love George Kittle. Maybe Marquise I should have went maybe I should have went with the Niners here. Uh oh. But I didn't. You went with, with Jake Swingstone. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here. I went with the Bucks. Let's hope for the best. Hope for the best there. The game's in Tampa, so that's good at least. But anyway, Browns-Bengals is the next game that we are going to discuss here. Another division game. This seems to be like the majority of the games this week are division games. A.J. Green is very doubtful to play. I I think the Bengals are hoping he does, but I just don't see it. I think that they're going to hold him out for another week.
1: I think I got a, a notification just now. I'm following up to double check. Sure. But uh, I think I saw that they're optimistic that A.J. Green plays this week.
0: No way. Yeah. He was supposed to be out for like a month, and he missed like two games. And I'm
1: following up, but uh, I believe that was the notification that I got.
0: Okay. All right, so A.J. Green is suspected to play. If he does play, I think he's just going to be limited or maybe like a decoy sort of deal uh with that toe injury. And then as far as the Browns go. So um Oh, back to the Bengals. So Robert
1: Griffin the three could see snaps Ooh, back to the Ravens. For uh the Ravens. Just throwing that in there. Two but yes. Ago. ESPN's Jocena Anderson reports that AJ Green has a good chance to return week twelve. A good chance. Against okay.
0: The Browns. So Green it seems like, according to, like Keegan said, East pianist Josina Anderson. A.J. Green expected the play this week. Okay. That might change some things here. But the Bengals' defense still isn't very good. And then moving to the Browns. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Baker Mayfield. Baker. They've won I, between those two. And then, hey, throw in Denzel Ward. Here as well. They have won the overwhelming majority of Rookie of the Week awards this year in the NFL. The Browns. The Browns doing something right here. Yeah, they're on the come up. Look at that. And that's why I'm going with the Browns here. Maybe a little bit of an upset here in uh, Cincinnati. Cleveland getting the big dub according to Fresh Football Takes. Cleveland rocks. Here we go with yet another, another division game. The New England Patriots against the New York Jets. Out there in MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey.
1: East Rutherford.
0: I have heard rumors that Sam Darnold might not start this game. He might not be quite ready yet.
1: Interesting. Coming off
0: of an injury. So this might be the Josh McCown show, just as it was against the Bills. And it, Oh, boy.
1: Not exactly sure how that works out either way for the Jets.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess either way, they've got an uphill battle to climb against the Patriots with Tom Brady, Julian Edelman, Sonny Michel, James White, Josh Gordon. Yeah, I've talked myself into going with the Patriots. I didn't really need much of uh, a pep talk that was going. Yeah, 7-3 three versus 3-7. Three and
1: seven.
0: Yeah, give me New England. Cardinals Chargers. This is, I think this is going to be a a similar ordeal to the Yeah, another kind of lopsided matchup. Yeah, a little lopsided, though. I mean, David Johnson's a monster. Larry Fitzgerald's a Hall of Famer. I think that Darnold, not Darnold, I'm sorry. I'm going back to the Jets here. Rosen, the other rookie quarterback. He's coming around. I think so. I, I He's just kind of put in a tough spot this season with the Cardinals. Uh, but I, I think he's shown some promise. Uh, I mean, on the defense for the Cardinals, they still have Patrick Peterson, who is one of the top corners in the NFL. But I just think that on both sides of the ball, the Chargers have too much firepower with, you know, Phil Rivers, Keenan Allen. Too good. The Williams dudes out there. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Joey Bosa's back. Yeah, Bosa coming back. Hayward. Just think that the Chargers are are just going to kind of overwhelm the Cardinals here.
1: Yeah, they'll bounce back after that random loss against the Broncos that they were in control the whole game.
0: Yeah. So... Steelers, Broncos, a little rematch of that random playoff game where Tim Tebow took down the Broncos or took down the
1: with the Broncos, took down the Steelers. Yeah, that playoff game, huh? With the overtime 80 yard touchdown pass to to Demarius Thomas,
0: Demarius
1: Thomas. Absolutely. Fun times, fun times. I wonder
0: if the Steelers still kind of hold that chip on their shoulder every time they play Denver. What do you think?
1: Well now they have their chance to uh redeem themselves.
0: That's true. And I I mean the Broncos definitely have some talented pieces on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they Again. have some fight, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, hey, Vaughn Miller, Bradley Chubb, the corners out there. They have some pieces on Phil defense. Lindsey Manny yeah. Sanders. Offense like like uh Mike Heegan said, Lindsey Sanders. Cortland Sutton even is coming on as a rookie wide receiver, but Again, this is just another situation where I just see the Steelers kind of overwhelming the Broncos. I don't care that it's in Denver. I just think it's going to, you know, the Steelers are just kind of at the point in the season where they just kind of go on a roll. And that's just, I think that's what's going to happen. Give me the Steelers there. Dolphins, Colts, the upset of the week, the fresh football upset of the week here. Dolphins, Colts. The Colts' offense is on fire. The Dolphins get their starting quarterback back in Ryan Tannehill. And I think that despite the fact that I call the Dolphins garbage, which I will not back down from, they're garbage. I th- Excuse me. I think that Adam Gaze has done a tremendous job coaching this team up with all of the injuries that they've had.
1: Yeah, it's true. For them to be 5-5 five and five with all the injuries they've suffered, they've been one of the worst injury-bitten teams probably in the league. Um, and, yeah, I think you're right. Osweiler, no one really gave him a shot, but he's he beat pulled out some, some decent games. You know, he's a gamer, and uh, they've lost, like, all their wide receivers. And, yeah, it's been bad. But, yeah, I think the Colts will win this one.
0: Yeah, and, hey, that's why this is the Fresh football episode of the week I could see a world where the Dolphins pull it out, especially like I said with their starting quarterback uh coming back this week. But I I think I'm just going to make the smart put football pick and go with the Colts. Andrew Luck. So we move on to the prime time games. Sunday night football, a rematch of one of the more ties. divisionals. Yes, more divisions, and and these two teams tied earlier this year. The Packers and the Vikings are going to showdown in Minnesota. Minnesota coming off of a division loss to the Bears. The Packers coming off of a rivalry loss. I think we can call the Seahawks-Packers a rivalry at this point. Coming off a big rivalry loss on Thursday night to the Seahawks. So they also have kind of a... An extended kind of mini-bye week here. Uh, having an extra couple of days to prepare for the Vikings. This is the second weekend where the Vikings are on Sunday Night Football, by the way. Yeah. Do they pull Pretty this hockey. one out? Does Kirk Cousins outduel Aaron Rodgers here and pull it out on, mon- on Sunday Night Football? I don't think so. You're going with the Packers? Yeah. Ooh, I'm taking the Vikings.
1: Interesting.
0: Minnesota. Okay. Here we go. Final game on the docket, Monday Night Football. Another, yet another division game. Titans-Texans showing down in Houston, H-Town, Texas.
1: This is a sneaky good
0: game. I think so. I I think this game is really just going to kind of come down to which Titans team which Titans team shows up. Pretty much, yeah. Is it going to be the Titans that beat the Cowboys or the Titans that got crushed by the Colts? Mhm. I do believe that there's a good chance that Blaine Gabbert starts as Mariota exited the last game against the Colts with another elbow injury, I think, is what I hear. But I think that either way, no matter who starts at quarterback, I'm going to go with the Texans here at home winning seven in a row. Uh, I know I was talking earlier about them. I think needing need to be humbled a little bit. This might be a game where they're humbled, but I yeah, just close. I just don't see it. It's close. And I definitely see the Texans pulling this one out and extending their win streak to 8 in a row and give me a score of 35 to 14.
1: Wow, nice little blowout
0: too. Yeah, nice little blowout. Not quite a blue shout as the Titans, I don't see them scoring enough points to make it a blue shout, but 35-14 Texans here on Monday Night Football.
1: What a week.
0: That does it. It's
1: going to it's going to be a good one. Like like we've been saying, all the division battles always make for an interesting time. And there's about seven, I think, seven or eight this week. So, um, I think we're, uh, yeah, we got three on Thursday night, four, five, six, seven.
0: Eight. eight There's eight
1: division eight games. divisionals, head-to-head, no holds barred. A lot of them for first place or playoff implications.
0: Absolutely. And, and division games are so hard to predict that this... I wouldn't be shocked if this was Fresh Football Take's first losing week of the season.
1: Yeah, this is going to be a topsy-turvy week. So. Absolutely. We hope you tune in. We hope you uh, you enjoy with us. And uh, if you have fantasy
0: players, good luck. Definitely. Um and, and the fact that this is such a topsy-turvy weekend and, and division games are so tough, that's why they play the game. And, hey, it makes it hard to predict, and that's why we love us some fucking football. Yeah, we love
1: some fucking football, dude. When Happy Turkey Day! 109 points for some fucking football. We love it,
2: dude. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble!